118. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name is Keith. And I'm John. And this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to see through it and to see God, not to it to primarily look at it and see ourselves. All right. So Psalm 124. I love how this psalm starts. Yeah. If the Lord had not been on our side, like Israel mm. say, if the Lord had not been on our side, when people attacked us, they would have swallowed us alive in their burning anger against us. Again, we talked a little bit last time about how the detractors and distractors are going to come against us. We will face opposition right. on the way to the New Jerusalem, on the way to be with God forever at Mount Zion. Um, but the dope thing about this psalm, man, and the dope thing about you know uh, what's true of us is that the one who is for you mm. is more powerful than anything that could ever come against you. Right. Right? No matter what it is. Yeah. Right? And you can substitute anything yeah. in that blank and God is still more powerful. Right, right, right. So he's like, yo, they all came against us. Ah, but God was on our side. Yep. It was all good. Like, yep. he had us. And as we, um, you know, journey toward our heavenly home, bro, like we said, detractors and distractors, but the great testimony of history, fam, the great testimony of history is that the church is still here today because of who was with us despite who was against us. Right. right? Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's our hope. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What I love too, bro, is it's like... Uh, in this psalm, it's like, man, if God hadn't been on our side, mm-hmm. then things would have, would have, would have, would have. And so he creates this hypothetical worst <clears throat> case scenario of what yeah. would have. Yeah. But the dope thing is, it's like none of it did happen. Mm. Why? Because God was on their side, yeah. right? Uh, what he didn't say, though, is like, or he's like, yo, we would have been ripped apart by their teeth. And this goes back to what you said yesterday. Yeah. It doesn't mean that because God's not on our side that we won't feel the crunch of the teeth, mm, mm. right? It it means that, no, 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 no. The teeth of tribulation and adversity mm. may crush down on us, but they're not going to rip us apart, right? Yeah. Um, we may be caught in the snares and traps of gossip, slander, and hardship, mm. but God's going to provide a way out, right? Mm-hmm. Because Jesus was caught up in the teeth and he was ripped apart in half and he was caught up in the net of death mm-hmm. but as he rolled that tomb away he provided a way out for all of us man and i think that psalm is just a great one that reminds us before we set our goals for the future before we look forward the best place for us to gain confidence about the presence and the power of god yeah. is to look behind us mm-hmm. yeah. amen no, that's excellent, bro. Yeah. yeah. Psalm 125, those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion. It cannot be shaken. It remains forever. The mountains surround Jerusalem and the Lord surrounds his people, Yeah, both now and forever. I love here the imagery, right? So mountains are these big, stable structures, right? Earthly structures. And God is saying, no, no, no. Like those who trust in me are just like the mountains. Just in the same way a mountain can't just be moved, you will not be moved. Right. And the idea here is that the stability to weather the storms of life, the attacks of the enemy, the attacks of the enemies, the mm-hmm. various trials we will experience, is not the strength of our resolve, right? but the firmness of our trust. That's it. That's it. Yep. It's the firmness of our trust, bro. And yeah. we tend to think, I just got to be stronger. Right. I just got to get tougher. I just got to do this. I just got to do this. And it's like the firmness of your trust yeah. is the thing that's going to get you through those things. Absolutely. Yeah. That. God isn't in the habit of abandoning his people. Like, right. we all had them boys where it was like, Some trouble really comes down. up and it's like, yo, where'd he go? That boy Houdini. <laughs> he is gone. He, he disappeared. Gone. Yeah. He vanished. Yeah. 
God ain't like that. Uh, God is not in the habit of abandoning his people. Now, yo, yo, listen. Mm. There were some times where I was in trouble and my homie like vanished. Mm. I couldn't see him. (laughs) And I couldn't see him because he wasn't there. Sometimes in the midst of our trouble, you can't see God. Yeah. And it's not because he's not there. Mm. It's because he's so high above your problems. You can't detect them with your eyes. But just because I can't see the stars at night, it doesn't mean that they're not there. Mm. They're very much present and there. Their activity is not uh, limited to my visibility, right? Mm-hmm. And the same thing is true with the Lord. Yeah. So yeah. it's funny is, um, you know, in uh, the Israelite worldview, they, they believe that uh, Jerusalem and Mount Zion, the, the, where the temple was, right. was the center of the world. Right. right? And many other people around them believe that as well. Yeah. And they believe that, hey, Mount Zion's forever. Right. This is where God dwells. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's firm. Yeah. And the New Testament even picks this up and yeah. says, like, no, like the heavenly Mount Zion is forever. Right. It's a kingdom that can't be shaken. Right. And so it's so many layers to this. Yeah. God is saying, you will be like that if right. you trust in me. Just in the same way, my my heavenly uh presence with you will be forever and firm and fixed. You can have that same stability. I love it, man, because we talk a lot, bro, just about a person who is rooted, not saying you won't grieve, not saying you won't suffer, not saying things won't be hard, bro, but a person who really is rooted in Christ and the gospel and the word, man, there's a different way they even go through suffering. Mm. And we've even talked about that, my time. Amen. Psalm 126. Mm. Everyone who sows tears. I love that. Will reap a crop of joy. I love it, man. If God's faithfulness is the soil that is soiled with our tears. Mm. I'm going to say it one more time. Everyone who sows tears will reap a crop of joy if God's faithfulness is the soil that's soiled with our tears. Mm. And it's a, uh, yep, tears aren't the bad, aren't a bad thing. Mm. If they soil <laughs> the right soil, which is God's faithfulness, then tears will lead to a crop of joy. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. That's excellent, bro. I love too the, the front part of the song where he's like, yo, the Lord restored our fortunes of Zion, right? We came back from exile, right? Yeah. This is, remember the post-exilic right. context of book five? They're like, we came back and it was like a dream. Right. So in other words, <laughs> he's like, fam, it was so it was so good. It was mm. almost too good to be true. Mm. It was like we were dreaming, right? And yet it was real. And so I, it's, it's funny because Many of us have had similar experiences as believers, right? I think when I first came to faith, it was like, oh, this is too good to be true. Right. Like, this is really real. I have this relationship. I feel this way on the inside. I feel brand new. Why didn't nobody ever tell me this? Yeah. Mad at y'all, right? Um, all these things. And so he brings that up. But what I love is he still talks about a further restoration, right? Yeah. And you alluded to, to some of the stuff he was getting at. But he talks about a further restoration. Restore our fortunes, Lord, verse 4, like water courses in the Negev. And what's interesting, then he comes with the sowing tears. What's interesting, bro, is that... um. Many uh, uh, Israelites believe, and you'll see it in Ezra and Nehemiah, that even when they came back into the land, they weren't fully restored. Right. They were waiting on somebody else. Right, They right, were waiting right. on something else. Right. They were waiting for the fullness of this restoration. Yeah. And like you said, there were still tears. Right. Right? They even actually cried when they built the temple, mm. built the foundation of the temple in Israel. But anyway, um, what's interesting is this, man. I, I love the fact that, you know, God, man, is the only one, especially when he provides the ultimate salvation, when Christ comes back and he sets up his kingdom on earth. He is the only one who can turn tears of sorrow into tears of joy, Mm. right? There will be no more tears of sorrow, but there will be tears of joy. And that joy will be unceasing and unending because of the goodness of our God Mm. we've experienced. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Psalm 127. Unless the Lord builds a house, Mm. it's builders labor over it in vain. Unless the Lord watches over a city, the watchman stays alert. 
in vain. Uh, for us, nothing in this life will work unless God does. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the idea here he's getting at. Um, for anything to succeed in this life, the Lord has to blow on it. Right. Yeah. And it's, this just applies to so many areas. But uh, yeah, he talks about in vain. You get up early and stay up late, working hard to have enough food. Yes, he gives sleep to the ones uh, he loves. And um, we often think, bro, I got to work harder. I just got to get up an hour earlier, stay up an hour later. I have to put in more sweat and more time. But the reality is uh, that is pointless <laughs> if the Lord doesn't see to it uh, uh, for, you know, in his yeah. divine plan for things to be so. Yeah. And um, yeah, man, like God is the key to the lives um, God is the key to any type of, you know, human success. And, right. uh, you know, I think, man, the, the thing that I kind of came away with is that we got to plead just as much as we prepare. Mm, yeah. That at the end of the day, like, this is not saying don't go hard yeah. for the things you even want to do for the Lord. Right. But at the end of the day, we have to plead just as much as we yeah. prepare. Part of yeah. So I do think, too, like, yeah. you know, a disclaimer with that is that um, Derek Kidner says it like this, like, yep. Unless God is on your side, hard work will be nothing more than fresh enslavement, mm. right? And and it's this, it's not that you won't reach your goals. People tend to think that success mm. is, I set a goal and I reach it, therefore yeah. I'm successful. No, 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 no. Success is being able to rejoice after you reach your goals. Mm. Mm. There's people who spend their whole life trying to work for things, and then they get those things, sure. and they've reached their goals. But they can't rejoice. They sit back and say, yo, was it worth it? Like, look at the price that I paid, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think, um, right, the text, it doesn't say that unless the Lord builds the house that right. nobody's going to build a house. No, you may build that house, oh, you yeah, yeah. but you're just going to say, was it in vain? Mm. Was it worth it? Right. Yeah. 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 And it's it's important to catch that uh, metaphor there. Yeah, he's like, yeah, not like you still have to build it. Yeah, but the Lord still has to blow. I yes. think um one of the, the the last thing I'll say about this um is that you know it's poetry. So one of the things that people have pointed out is <sighs> the way in which he's talking about building this house and the way he talks about offspring and all these things. Right, and that echoes back to the covenant, right? Like um you know, and it's actually a psalm uh, of, of Solomon as well. And so Solomon built the temple, and uh, the offspring that will come from his line will reign over right. Jerusalem forever. And so you just have all of these uh, kind of connections back to earlier in, in history. But at the end of the day, it's the Lord who did all of that, right? Mm -hmm. Solomon worked hard at building the temple, but it's the Lord who allowed it to happen and for his spirit to come down, Absolutely. right? They reigned on the throne and the Lord was the one who kept uh, uh, Ju Judah's kings on the throne year after year after Amen. year. And now the Lord is the one who came to earth in the womb of Mary, now raised to the right hand of the Father and now reigns forever and is building his spiritual house, the Bible says, mm. for us to reign in forever yeah god today we rejoice that our work's not in vain lord even the most meaningless menial trivial tasks that we have because we're on or because you're on our side or because we're on yours we can mm. be confident lord that even that work that we don't see the meaning of it it doesn't mean it's meaningless god mm. even if we can't make sense of it it doesn't mean that it's senseless it's a part of of the puzzle that you are putting together. And so in confidence and faith, help us to plan and to prepare, but to plead just as hard as we plan and prepare today. It's in Jesus' name we pray, amen.